Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Welcome back to The Pinball Show, your favorite pinball podcast. I return you now to the conclusion of episode 120 in part three of The Pinball Show. Let's roll. Well, how about that? We are back. It's almost like we never left, but it, we did actually. We, we took a little break. I'm a, I'm a day older. I watched the Aretha Franklin uh, documentary yesterday. R-E-S-B-C-T. Yes, they, of course, had to have that song. Well, it's the only one I really know, I think. <laughs> no, she's well, it is, it is like her, her calling card. Speaking of calling cards, it's that time of the year. We've had Christmas. We've had New Year's. Next big event. President's Day. The press. Where we honor <laughs> the best of the We're year. We're the best. That's you right. must celebrate us. Have you, <laughs> have you seen my quaff? I've got the most regal quaff. No, it's a it's pinball award season. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this last week the Twippies kicked off, where their voting opens up January first. So people are voting on the Twippies. Congratulations uh, to yourself and myself for the pinball show. We made it into the their write in list, which is really a drop down list of the top ten uh, contenders finalists to vote for their final prize in March. So the pinball show. Woo! How about that? Hmm. Very cool. Alongside favorite YouTube, straight down the middle. So we're we're in the contention for that as well. There's only mm. nine of those, so I think maybe by default we got in there, straight down the middle. As a reminder, go. Uh, we got a couple new episodes out. Uh, there really okay. are only nine. Wow. Yeah, That's, I think there's only nine. Hmm, interesting. Well, I guess in the where is that? Where do where do you think video is in the past? Like streaming's harder than mm. podcasting, of course. But so <laughs> where does pre-recorded video fall? Is that harder because and of difficulty? the editing? Or is it easier because you don't have to think of everything on the fly? Oh, yes, that's true. I don't know. It's my, I think it's my preferred medium. But you like editing, so I, I, I'm not surprised at that. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult, but it's, it's, it's like everything, though, you know, because there's plenty of YouTube videos out there on pinball. They just stick a yam cam up and mm. call it a video. Like if, if I sure. could, if I could create videos to the level that we did in our garage five years ago for straight down the middle, shit, it'd be a cakewalk, but the yeah. level of editing now that we do, mm. yeah, it's, it's uh pretty arduous. Also of note, Dennis, not only the pinball show made that top uh, list for the Twippies, I want to give a congratulations to other TPN pinball network podcast, including triple drain pinball podcast, the newcomers. Uh, I think that was deserved. Those are really, it's a really good podcast. Final round pinball podcast with the veterans over there. Very nicely done. Silverball Chronicles, very own David Dennis and Ron Hallett. That's a I, very well, objectively, yes, a very well I, done podcast. I listened to all of these. So yeah, I do as I do as well. So congratulations to those. Uh, I would have maybe thrown a little, uh, nod to pinball party. Because although early, it's really good. I, know it's I don't new, remember the really good. I'm, and I apologize. I didn't. I didn't vote in the Twippies, so I, I don't remember either. the the like number of episodes or was that a barrier maybe for that? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't, like, I don't, I don't remember how many that you have to have out. So. When it comes to streamers, 
flipping out pinball. I got to pat myself on the back, but especially Joe Lingleberth, BD and the gang over there, making it into the final voting category for favorite pinball streamer, flipping out pinball. That's mm. awesome. Other streaming finalists from TPN, Fox City's pinball. Uh, very popular uh, for competitive streaming. Absolutely. Yeah. The place for competitive pinball streaming. Um, I was surprised to see uh, less TPM people like George Fisher. Surprised to see, not see him up there. Uh, Hup Challenge. There's a lot of people. Include, here's, the, here's the biggest one, though. The biggest mm. snub of all time here. The Pinball Network dedicated stream channel. Not in the top 10? Really? How the hell does that even happen? Again, you really, know, like I don't. The, the largest, most frequent pinball streaming I, channel. I, I, in the I haven't industry, really looked at but, the streaming analytics this year for quite a while, at least. Uh, but I mean, I, the people who, who participated on it, I think, should be pleased. The viewer count was good. Like when I, whenever I would stop in, the viewer count, and of course, absolutely. that was, uh, we fragmented that. Well, fragment is not the right word. We, we multicast it. So yeah. it was on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, which. At least from the chat logs, I could see it looked like, you know, there was, especially with YouTube, uh, there were a lot of people that were, you know, Twitch was the biggest audience. But we there were, were up there stream as much as freaking laser lows. I mean, come on. TP, yeah, I thought the, TP the numbers was on damn near every day. The numbers were uh, that I that I saw people who were using that as a, you know, it was an experiment. Yeah, I, I thought sure. it was an interesting experiment to try out. Uh, and it looked like, at least for audience uh, purposes, it was, it was well viewed. So yeah. I, I would... I would, I'm again, I don't, I don't get hung up on award stuff, but I would just, if anyone was feeling down, I would say, you know, don't feel down the audience numbers, the metrics speak for themselves. So, so be pleased with your performance. It's kind of a mess anyway, because TPN just coincidentally wasn't part of the drop down slash right in. Oh, that's, oh yeah, that's right. The the right ins are dropped. Okay. Well, if it's just evidence that that's why that doesn't work. Is there, yeah, I mean, because. Okay, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah that's so. you know, honestly, I don't want to, I don't want to be presumptuous because it, obviously, adding something in means I have to undercut something that was is currently in the list, and I, I'm too ignorant of it to want to do that. But that not having something in the visible list would put you at a disadvantage. Yes, by def- I mean, just by default, that's how <laughs> so, it works. So nice to say it that way. Uh, fuck yes, it does. People have asked me before we get into other stuff. People have asked me like. Hey, um, how do you feel about the Twippies and your podcast? Do you want people voting for, you know, and we're one podcast that doesn't, you know, we just don't place that value of that award uh, high enough up for us to ask or beg for votes or anything like that. So I'm in a place the last two years, especially because I used to get hung up on this stuff. Last two years, especially Dennis, as long as I'm doing what I can to create a podcast or a video show if i'm doing all that i can and i like what i'm producing and creating and editing and the feedback i receive quantitatively tells me that we're doing something right that's really all i need we we, we're up to four to five thousand listens an episode now um people love the show i do think i'm biased i'm the most biased source here i listen to pretty much all the pinball podcasts I think our show is the best. And that's because if it wasn't, I would do everything I need to to make sure we get it to where I think it's the best. That's really all I need personally. Yeah, I um my my views are similar. I want to be I want to be a little careful. I I'm not going to say I'm just going to I'm not going to flat out say I don't care because I still remember from years ago when uh, Head to Head said that. 
And a lot of people that really wanted, I guess, wanted to support them felt almost, almost upset. Oh, I get uh, that. Yeah, and, I, mean, I get that. And and so so here's here's how here's I'd how rather I'll, people uh, here, listen here's how then give me right. a vote is what I'm saying. Here's how I I here's how I'll phrase it, and it's easy enough for me. Like uh, my you know my other podcast has never been up for a Twippy. It's it's never been nominated, uh, so it's obviously never been a motivating factor for me, and I've never been concerned with whether or not I'm going to get some sort of award for podcasting. The reason I do podcasts, both this one and the other one, is because I enjoy doing them. That's really the the only motivation why. Now, part of it is, of course, just being able to have that sort of dialogue. But obviously, you like to have an audience that's also listening and participating. That's the fun part. That's why you go to the yes. extra steps of the editing and recording. Mm-hmm. So listening is the thank you. Yes. So yeah. I thank the audience because the audience chooses to listen. And that's the part I appreciate. So... I don't care about an award. I care that people get some sort of enjoyment, whether it's to disagree with everything I said and just that, that that's the entertainment of it. And that that's what they like. They like to listen and be like, God, that Dennis, he's, he's just not right. He just doesn't have that passion Zach has for pinball. It's just, it's, it's wrong. And I want to hear what wrong thing he says next. That's, or that's part Zach of it. That's part so of the fun. Of it. It's so nice to have Dennis there as a voice of reason. And when you, yeah. So so that's so for me, it's like that's why I was I I guess I I kind of get it. But I was a little surprised when you said you, you used to get, you know, really, I guess, sort of worked up about wanting to get a, yeah. an award because yeah. I, I, I like the idea. I like the idea of awards in the like it's it's almost more fun to give them, though. It's like presents. So it, absolutely. That's why I was because, a part of the Twippies initially. That's why I was a part of. The right. And, Industry I, awards. and I knew that part was big for you because. Yeah celebrating the hobby it means a lot to you it meant a lot to you before you mm-hmm. had flipping out it means a lot to you now and i like the idea of of recognizing and celebrating things in this hobby that i enjoy i don't but i don't care so much if like you're doing stuff to celebrate what i do in the hobby i don't need i don't need that part to be the only celebration part that i want is for the audience to enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and of course, if, you know if, and if they don't, I, you know, some people just need to listen to other shows. Cause not every show, yeah. not every show is going to appeal to every person. That's right. And last year, that was a big one for us last year. For me personally was, uh, we got an industry award and that was mm-hmm. from individuals that I know voted based on consuming the product or the content. The, and the majority of them came outside of TPN. So our media peers but that was that was big. I like that because their listens don't pile up enough quantitatively so we can see. From the listeners here, we get 5,000 listens an episode and we're like, okay, yeah, people like it. People really like it. So that's our feedback there. And at the end of the day, I've had a tough year of just media freaking conflicts crap. And Canada's won that Twippy five years in a row. He'll win it six years in a row. And my thought is, I don't really want to be attached to anything that rewards somebody for harming other people in this industry. I know that's dramatic. I know that's con- conflictual. Um, but, you know, that's, that's where I'm at this year. I've made that public, and that's where I'll continue to be at. It's just it's fucking gross. So if that's what you value, then I don't want to be a part of any of that shit because it affects me, my daily life. So that's a good thing that we have Dennis Creasel to bring us back to the promised land for people like yourself and I, it's more important to honor, to celebrate those creators in pinball, whether it is media providers or those who are actually doing the game stuff. 
which is why we're interested in running an award show kind of thing. Yeah, I I mean, I like the celebration aspect of it. And as you know, because I, I was always pretty blunt about it, even back while you were working on the Twippies, I yeah. just I don't like people's choice. I don't I I always point to that in other industries. We don't see that as a primary means of celebration because it's so there's just so many things uh, that can be done, you know, that can be manipulated. On yeah, we don't know it. what and, we're measuring, really. Well, uh, yeah, it's because it's as as the public would commonly say it's a popularity contest, which is true. But then if you take that to its natural conclusion, the proper way to do a popularity contest would be to measure objectively. In theory, you could measure objectively. Like if all the pinball companies told us their sales, we would know what the most popular mm-hmm. pinball machine of the year is. It'd be whatever sold the most. Mm-hmm. Mathematically, that's the right answer. So I that's why I always, I, you know, and that's why you see things in movies, video games and such. They might do a mix of things. And mm-hmm. of course, we're going to be discussing that we'll here. talk about that. But, but my, you know, rather than diving into you know, an analysis of what types of awards I think are structured better than others, what I, I, what I thought was important for my part, at least, was to kind of put my money or I guess more accurately, my time where my mouth is instead of just saying, you know, I don't like the I don't like people's choice as a structure, but I'm not going to do anything about mm. it. That's yeah, I, I mean, it's it's fair enough. It's fair enough to armchair yeah, quarterback, but I'm just kind of like, so you know, what? Else no, does, yeah. I, if I really think it, maybe I should actually, you know, help with something that does something along the lines of what I'm thinking uh, is more useful. That's, so why, that's why you're why so I, respected in this industry. Well, I don't know about that, but it's just sort of like, a, you know what? It's it's easy enough to, to complain. I, I have two podcasts where I complain about things all the time. So <laughs> so in regards to you know helping with an award process that I think can incorporate things that I believe are more meaningful based off of what we've seen other industries do, I'm not above copying. I love copying. Why reinvent? Yeah, especially so, if it's working. Yeah. Yes. So yes, we, as you're, if you've been leading into, we've got some pretty significant modifications uh, to- the what was called the pinball industry oh. yeah you're right dennis the 2022 crystals are launching did you think we'd make it three years you know i didn't think that far ahead i didn't either it's uh, it's it's a uh, you know let's i uh, pull a samwise from from return of the king and, and do a whole you know master frodo let's just focus on getting down the hill first <laughs> No. The ring is getting heavy. Don't look at how far away Mount Doom is. Don't lament that the eagles aren't just flying you all the way there. Just focus on getting down the hill. But and you're, then you're absolutely right. Huge changes to the uh, to the awards this year. So much so we're trying to uh, we're trying to grow every year. Make this the best damn celebration and, and honoring pinball that we can. And the committee has come together in some really big changes, but. What people need to know is they need to mark their calendar for January 28th. you got to do that because that's when this event takes place. Um, Dennis, you want to tell them one of the big changes that have uh, have taken place this year? Yeah, I will. And I'll go ahead uh, because I I think anyone who's got feet in both rounds, and we've discussed this, I think, even on this podcast a bit. But uh, again, as I noted, I'm big on not reinventing the wheel. We look at what other award ceremonies do. And I know in the hobby, People are going to instinctively think they thought when we launched, you know, Twippies, they're going to think Twippies. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what we're looking towards, though. We've really been looking towards the Game Awards, mm, which is yeah. probably the biggest video game celebration. Obviously, it's a much bigger industry. There's a lot of different things that happen there that cannot currently or do not currently happen in pinball. Not but yet. we see it as a, <laughs> exactly we see it as a path 
that we would it's like why not us why not us as pinball the game awards is huge and so ginormous it is and because of some of the other tweaks that we're doing to this i'd say the the one of the big changes is we're renaming we're renaming the award it's still gonna be the crystals we're still gonna have the crystals. crystals still the same basic award but rather than pinball industry awards we're just gonna flat out rename it to the pinball awards that's perfection i like that makes sense it's the pinball awards and so, you know, originally we went with industry in part because of the initial judging pool was very media focused, but that has broadened. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we're going to talk a little bit more. But even last year, we broadened it to a lot other sort of hobbyist engagement. We The judging pool has always been very targeted to people that we think have a lot of exposure to all of the current games to yeah, be assessed. Experience, yep. You're right, right. So they either cover the hobby like uh, like podcasters do. A lot of a lot of streamers have a lot of familiarity because writers, of, yeah. right uh, writers, of course, covering the industry. But also like uh, we added competitive players last year. Yeah, you know, that's top a big one. top. We added top women and top overall uh, because a lot of those really high level players they end up having to play all this stuff. Mm-hmm, they get so it. again, it's not perfect, but we're doing the best that we can to try and find proxies to serve as that judging pool. What? But Dennis, did we even expanded that? though didn't we we did we the committee got together and we tried to figure out what we could do to maybe broaden that up more because we want as many eligible judges as possible to be able to participate but we also need to take categories that we know we can easily vet so i can say the committee debated for example adding operators uh, Mm -hmm. and we did not expand into that because there is no good way to know whether or not the operators coming in operate locations that run the current games or, you know, r- routing, you know, nineties mm-hmm. value, you know, that's the, no, we're it, still looking is it a good, it. we're still, right. Right. You know. I, I bring it up because that one came up publicly as one for us to look at sure. last year. Uh, one that also came up last year that we did that we've decided to expand this year is those top players. We don't want to limit it to top 50. We're going to move it this year to top 100. Oh yeah. And that remains overall and and women's yeah so now for this year if you're ranked in the top 100 ifpa overall or the top 100 women's rankings and that can either be the open tournaments list or the women's tournaments list you are eligible to be a judge yeah, assuming you're not you, you don't right as long as you don't fall under one of our, our you know we have our our uh, conflict of interest exclusion clause of course that's still sure, in place sure. so you guys are in that's going to be a, a a nice big addition uh, to who's voting on these, you know, the most prestigious award in the industry. But not only that, we're expanding it even more. Yes, I know this is one that that Zach has felt very strongly about for a Mm -hmm. long period of time. And again, looking to the Game Awards, uh, even though they do a judging pool somewhat akin to what we do, uh, they do it actually by entity rather than by individual, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But that is. but but we don't have things like that. No, like we don't have a bunch of media. Uh, you know, we don't have a bunch of media empires right. that cover the cover the field. Uh, but a public voting component. Oh. Now we've always been obviously because I'm not huge on public voting. I never went. There's already a a public voting style award in pinball. It's the Twippies, and I've. I have zero interest in uh, because I don't believe in that model at all in terms of selection, uh, much less there's no reason for there to be two of such awards. However, as Zach had really pushed, uh, you know, pointing to the game awards, that there are a lot of people that will be interested in having a say on these sort of awards that aren't going to meet our judging criteria, Mm -hmm. but could still be quite knowledgeable about these games. Yeah, I want the public to be heard as well. I want I want 
their votes to count too. And so we will, anyone, it doesn't, there's no conflict of interest uh, exclusion clause on the public vote. Anyone is allowed to do the public voting as long as they are not also voting as a judge. That's mm-hmm. the one condition. And of course, we have provisions for you're not allowed to vote multiple times, you know, penalty. Yeah, we're, no, we're yeah, we got, we got, and we put, and and shit, yeah. right. And we've put in some provisions like we're doing an application process for both. We've always done it for the judges, but we're going to do it for the public voting as well. So that people have to request the ballot and then we're going to route the ballots through. Everyone's going to get their own individual link. And again, this is to help control uh, for any, even though we're keeping this a very low percentage, uh, again, same as the game awards, 10% of the vote will be made up of the public voting mm-hmm. pool. But we still want to take it very, very seriously yeah, and try and make it as rigorous as possible. So we've agreed upon a process that we think will allow us to be able to uh, best catch uh, shenanigans so to speak. So it's a shenanigan free zone where as best as we can, as best as we can. So, yes. Do you hear that listener? You get to apply to be a judge now uh, for the pinball awards. That's phenomenal. You better sign up. Damn it. Don't make me look bad. (laughs) Yeah. I'm wondering, I'm like, there'd be five people. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) And then I I can go back to arguing that we don't don't really need that. It's super simple to sign up. We're going to have links ever. Mm -hmm. We're going to be advertising everywhere. You just, Click on a link, fill it out, and then uh, once you're authorized to be a judge, then we'll send you a, a link of the ballot, and you just fill it out and make your votes and uh, be heard this January 28th. But that's not it. We've got more stuff. No, no, more, more, more. Okay, so we're we're gonna ch- we're gonna change up the ceremony process. Yeah, it's so. been great the last two years. Very highly produced. Uh, Greg and I were the hosts. Uh, it, it's been very well done, but I've always yes. wanted it at like a banquet, you know, uh, yes, and you've sh- been big on banquets. You're very yeah, like 1980s in that. Yeah. Way. I want hors d'oeuvres and I want you know, everybody dressed. I want it to be a nice formal event, hang out, have fun, uh, in Chicago or something. But this year jumping into that would be a little much, but we're still going to take our stab listener at trying to run a live ceremony, truly live streaming. Mm. Live from right. likely from YouTube, I would guess from the, the Pinball Network YouTube. Uh, but we'll look into that. Maybe we'll multicast it to Twitter. I don't know. But uh, we're doing it live, but it's not going to be formal. Not going to be as formal anyway. Greg and I will probably still dress up. We're still going to be hosting the show. But we're going to have other people maybe presenting awards with us. How are we going to do that? It's not going to be in Chicago. It's going to be at the Flipping Out Theater. Pin Barn. Pin barn fit facility. <laughs> That's quite an upgraded name. facility. We we're going to have we a, in the industry call it the pin barn. We're going to have a freaking party is what we're going to have. Come January 28th in Evansville, Indiana. I got big space for it. Uh, we're going to have uh, invite. We're going to be able to invite certain individuals to come hang out, have a blast, be the audience. We're going to be presenting awards. And after that goes down, we're going to party our ass off all night long into the next day. It's going to be like a pinball slumber party. So that's happening January 28th. And I, you know, I felt like if we're going to do it live, we're going to do a ceremony at my place. That's a lot to take on a live event like that. So if it messes up, uh, you know, push comes to shove, we'll just all get drunk and have fun, but you're going to want to be there. And we're going to have special invites, special ways that you could actually travel to Evansville, Indiana and to be part of this show if you want to come hang out i can't have what a thousand people coming to my place uh but stay tuned because 
that was a, an opportunity for invite if you were to guess the Deadpool premium that Dennis got uh, or an alternate prize if, if that didn't work out for you. But we're going to have some ways that you can come. So that's going to be super exciting. I'm pumped about that. But even if you're not live in person to hang out with us, you're going to want to make sure to be participating in that live chat, that live event on the stream. Why is that, Dennis? Giveaways. That's another thing we're going to do this year. We're going to be doing live giveaways throughout the ceremony. Like legit giveaways. Sure, some of them might be t-shirts and stickers, but damn it. We're going to be giving away <laughs> shooter rods, insider connected kits, maybe even toppers. <laughs> and who knows what else may be coming from the pinball awards that you can win this year. That's a no-brainer. We're celebrating pinball and people are about to get free shit. Come on. So we've got an expanded, new approach, growing, evolving every year. We want to uphold the nicest, most representative event in the industry. And we want it to mean something when these individual designers, coders, artists, when they earn these designated awards. That's why the things weigh five pounds and can impale you. Uh, this stuff is serious to us. It is our lives. And the best way for us to represent how important it is to us to celebrate these individuals is to put on a show such as this. So this is the Pinball Network's yet another way of giving back to this community. And we hope that you all uh, will be a part of it as well. And we'll continue to support it for years and years to come. Because each and every year it's going to be bigger, better, and bolder, and more voluptuous. Is it going to be more voluptuous, Dennis? Each year. I, I mean, that depends on our the skill of our surgeons. She got legs. <laughs> Giveaways, people. Who's going to win a topper? I'd say the, the main thing for people interested in participating in the voting process, now that especially now that it's opened up for them to be aware of, is the application window is, is very tight. Deadlines. Uh, yeah, we got deadlines because all of these changes took uh, quite a bit of time for us to obviously implement on the back end. So normally we would have already done the application process on the tail end of December, but we were still hammering everything out and how we were going to do this, uh, you know, keeping these these pools, how to, you know, do the 90-10 and all of that. So January 5th, uh, I won't give the specific deadline time there, but we want the – this is not the deadline to vote. This is the deadline to ask for a ballot. Yeah. So obviously that's just a few days. We'll probably have the voting through about a week. We're going to use SurveyMonkey, so everyone's going to you have to be able to receive a SurveyMonkey link. It uh, takes through five their seconds system. to sign up. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's super bad. The public the public ballot is like type your name, type your email address, yeah, and it's all good. Click submit. It's it's so we don't think we need a long window of time here. But one of the things that the Pinball Awards are back when it was the Pinball Industry Awards has always stuck with since its beginning is we have always really worked to say that we are going to give the results and do the ceremony before February because people move people yeah, move on with their lives we're celebrating 2022 we're right, going to do right. so by the month so. after 2022 come on right and we were, were we weren't in a position to do full-on you know the game awards does their thing the same year of the awards they obviously they do a more aggressive cutoff than our yeah. kind of our december 1st but uh again we, we really look to them for a lot of inspiration 
And uh, that's something that we thought was really important. That's why I'm we're so marking pumped. the calendars for January 28th. Uh, be aware, you know, once you're seeing all this stuff, go and try and and click the application. Uh, get that in before the end of January 5th. Just do it 5th. right now. Just do it yeah, right now. It's super fast. And so And uh, who way, knows? Maybe we only do the giveaways to people who are voting in. Who, I don't know. I don't think so. But who knows? Just, you know, I wouldn't. I would keep it. I would keep it open to. Okay. I'd keep it open to the full uh, the audience. You I was know, trying celebrate. to get them. To, I was trying to get them. To sign I, up I know, but I think I. I think people like you know people who people want to choose stuff. So <sighs> that's your, been your theory. That's been your theory for why there there should be a public voting component. So and, we'll put that and, to the test. Uh, pending any bad weather, Dennis Creasel, our very own Dennis Creasel, is going to be live there as well, right, Dennis? Yeah, it will be my plan. I will, oh. I will drive to Evansville. Uh, I'm like I'm like the I'm like the Greg Bone of Kansas. I don't like to travel like yes. that, but but I will make an exception uh, in order to celebrate the hobby. Oh my gosh! All of TPN's invited those in the individuals in media. Uh, if you're interested in coming, reach out to us at the Pinball Network at gmail.com. We'll see what. So what we can do and limits on, on the building and everything and how many people we can invite. And many of you follow, watch uh, the Pinball Network, the Pinball Show, uh, Straight Down the Middle, Flip Out. Watch all of those things on social media to see how you can get your golden ticket, your VIP ticket to come hang out, party with us. Uh, some of those tickets may be expenses paid too. I don't know. Let's get crazy, dude. I want to get crazy for pinball. Have you ever danced with the devil on the pale moonlight <laughs> or something? Crazy. Where is Nordman? Maybe we'll invite Nordman. He's on the back oh, of underwear there now. He is. You have forsaken him. You have turned him into nothing but boxer briefs. He's, he's on the tushy. I was supposed to be doing Galactic Tank Force, <laughs> not Galactic Spank Force. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the Pinball Awards. And we can't run this episode without giving you a little slice, a little dice of Pinball Market Trends. 2022 edition. Here's what we're going to do this week on Pinball Market Trends. It's a special one. I'm going to give you what's up, what's down for the entirety of the year. What are the big highlights this year? What was the major uptrend this year as well as the major downtrend this year? Let's hit them with a bang, baby. Trending up this week is the Pinball Network. You biased asshole, you. Biased asshole, numbers don't lie. Only report the facts, people. Don't kill the messenger. And the fact of the matter is that looking at analytics of the Pinball Network, especially the podcasting sector, each and every month, our listens continue to rise to the point that here soon we are going to be celebrating 1 million all-time downloads for podcasts. And we've got to give ourselves a round of applause for that. Rewind the tape three years ago before the Pinball Network was around. Hell, right when we launched, we were outraged. They were angry. This attempt to bring people together with a common love of pinball. Where are we at now? Some of the greatest content in the industry, in the industry's history, is coming from this collaborative group effort. It's a positive way, supportive way to consume your favorite hobby. It's not hurting anyone. It's not costing you anything. It is highly respected by the manufacturers. And guess what? Having the respect of people creating the things we love isn't a bad thing. We're proud of that. And if people want to use that to target us, fuck them. I'm telling you, life is too short. Do what makes you happy. Minimize that that doesn't. If it wasn't for TPN, you wouldn't be hearing from a lot of these people that you've come to love and admire and respect. 
Whether they're doing streams, podcasts, videos, they're now part of your love for pinball. And that's because of TPN's work and effort as a team approach, working together and doing stuff that doesn't just to help our individual selves. Truly sticking a hand out and helping a pinhead peer. You can always accomplish more by working together. Also training up this week is the pinball show. Oh, you son of a bitch. You're the worst, Zach. You're the worst. Well, I may be the worst, but I'm proud too. Dennis and I have dumped so much time and love into this silly podcast. And damn it, we're proud of it. Each and every week that we do this, we receive tons of feedback. Thank you for that. We receive so much support. Thank you. Thank you for that. Real talk, no bullshit from the deepest innards of my heart. Thank you. It makes a lot of it worthwhile. My goal for this show is to produce and create the most entertaining, informative piece of pinball media on a consistent basis. My other goal is to make the personality in someone such as a Dennis Creasel laugh. And it's a hell of a great show when I can get him to not be able to control his chuckles. And I stand here as your friend, proud, with a smile on my face because I think we're fucking nailing it. Also trending up in 2022 is Godzilla Premium. Come on. Probably trending up in the 2020s. We'll see at the end of the decade if it can hold its own, but Godzilla Premium is the darling of this year. It will be the darling of next year, and it was the darling of 2021. Until someone knocks it off the pedestal, it just is what it is. I'm also going to trend up this year specifically Cactus Canyon Remake LE. You heard it earlier. You probably watched it on straight down the middle. My thoughts about the overall product machine game that is the Cactus Canyon remake, the lore associated with it, the build quality, the lighting, the sound, the rules, the storytelling. It doesn't get much better. It's just a solid, solid pinball product that we don't get all the time. Also training up this year, Stern Insider Connected. You did it, Stern. Nicely done, standing ovation for you. You took something that I didn't care anything about, that is hooking my pinball machine up to the internet, and you made it a requirement, an obsessive requirement in my head that I have to scan before I play. Otherwise, I'm just, I'm failing at something. I don't know what it is, but I'm failing at it. So nicely done. The list of possibilities with this working uh, operation system that is Insider Connected uh, is very long, and we haven't reached a lot of it yet. That excites the hell out of me. But for what it was in 2022, Stern Pinball, especially George Gomez and team, you should be unbelievably proud of what you've created. 2022 wasn't all peaches, though, and I've got to do some dirty work here. Get them stanky drawers. It's time to throw them in the washer because training down this year is the price increases. Dios mio. This is the year of the price increases. I know there's supply chain issues. I, I, I get it. I get it, you know, pinball's hard. I understand that things cost more. But, woo, it's a fine line between paying more for parts and paying for FOMO. Dealers shouldn't say this. I'm one that shoots it straight, and the fact of the matter is, there's some nasty price increases. Some have flown back and, and kind of smacked the manufacturer in the face. I hope it woke them up. But for some, it still sticks. I don't see this changing anytime soon in 2023. I'm sorry. Also trending down this week, goes along with it, supply chain issues. We've dealt with this since 2021, 2022. It's going to go on this year and probably into next year, 2024. It's going to have a residual effect on everything that comes out. 
if we thought we were in the clear on price increases, I, I wouldn't hold your breath. These games are still going to be just as difficult to make this year as they were last year. And with companies like Stern Pinball cutting one of their product lines for a year, you think about it. If three cornerstones, if they're cutting another one of that this year, the catalog of game gets more desirable. Those releases get more desirable. You're not going to see any prices going down or desirability going down. What about the market, Zach? The market's stripped. Oh, God. It's damn doom and gloom. Go listen to a different podcast if you want that bullshit. We deal with facts here. The fact is that, yes, the market has been going down for, what, eight months now. Expenditures going down. People aren't spending as much willy-nilly as they used to two years ago. But does that mean that pinball dies? Nope, sure doesn't. It's one of the last things to go whenever the market crashes like this. Usually, oddly, it's hobbies that bring purpose to people, that create joy and entertainment to get their mind off of the mess going on around us. So yeah, they're still gonna make pinball. They're still gonna create the coolest pinball machines each and every year, and we're still gonna have to pay for them. Sucks, that's pinball, baby. Also trending down this year is just the low blow to FOMO. <laughs> woman called that and fear of missing out is a strong old beast makes me itch my neck i'm guilty of falling for it like this elwin game i want it i don't even know what it looks like i don't know how much it is i want it you tell me anything back to the future i want it i'm a victim of the fomo but 2022 has dealt an uppercut to fomo manufacturers are wisening up finding a way to cut out that scalper which i think ultimately is it's a mixed thing there are some good parts about it bad parts about it as well having a free market and all that. But the FOMO's not as strong. That's true. Market softening up a little bit. FOMO's not as strong. But does it mean that you should cash in and never buy a pinball machine and get, oh God. Sure, if you don't like pinball, yeah, do that. If you don't like pinball, the hell are you doing listening to this podcast? If you're listening to this podcast, you love this shit way too much just like me. You're going to keep buying pinball. You're going to keep playing pinball because that's what brings you joy in your life. Don't feel guilty about that. Embrace it. Life is a fucked up thing. And if you can find something that takes your mind off of it or creates joy and creates a community for you and friends and stuff like that, embrace it. Be okay with it. Don't be embarrassed by it. Be embarrassed for anybody that would take time to try to create unhappiness within you because they are miserable pieces of shit. Hell yes. Trending up is you. And as always, look, I'm here just to report the facts because numbers don't lie and neither do I on 2022's Pinball Market Trends. All right, let's shut it down. Dennis, where can people catch you? They can reach out to me at uh, eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. I also go to facebook.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast and use the messenger tool, and I check those pretty regularly. Yeah, how how do they, can they mess up at Patreon? <laughs> yeah, you can't mess up Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash eclectic underscore gamers. We've got oh. three different tiers. They all basically get the same stuff, too. And by basically, I mean they get exactly the same stuff. Yeah, go support a, go support a great show and a great fellow there with Patreon. You reach me at straight down the middle SDTM pinball at gmail.com. Go follow, watch, subscribe to straight down the middle video series for pinball. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of new episodes out right now. We go through 2022 and tell you what the best was, what the worst was, as well as give you sneak peeks behind the curtain. It's a dirty little stanky little secrets behind pinball and what's to come in 2023. Clickbait much? Sponsor of the pinball show is flipping out pinball product showcase this week is the alien LV. Yeah, we actually have two left still. Bye, bye, bye. So bye, bye, bye on that. James Bond 007 Pro and Premium Pre-Orders taking a list for that L one as well. 
Uh, we'll see what happens whenever those come out on Tuesday. Jurassic Park Home Edition, Star Wars Home Editions in stock, ready to go. Oktoberfest Deluxe in stock, ready to go. Check out the Flipping Out Vault. There's a lot of things that have gone, 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 but new things are coming every day. Toy Story 4 LE and CEs are in stock. Get you one today. Halloween, Ultraman, new in box, ready to go. I do have an Iron Maiden Pro pre-owned, a Hobbit LE pre-owned, Texas Canyon Remakes SE in stock, and we're still taking pre-orders for the SE Plus with that topper. Turtles Pros and Premiums, Mando Pros and Premiums, Rush Pros, Star Wars Pros Premiums, Led Zeppelin Pro Premiums, Insider Connected Kids, GNRs, Queen pre-orders, uh, you name it. We've probably got it. Golden Tees, PGA Golden Tees. You want some? You can have some. Banners. Bye, bye, bye. You want it? You can have it. we got some accessories as well. Shooter rods, armor, blah, 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 blah. Out of Stern Shaker Motors right now. We do have CGC Shaker Motors. Escalera, turn around. Still a while, but might as well put your name and order in because you're going to want one. Bye, bye, bye. My back can attest. TPN last week, this past weekend, there was a New Year's Eve Classics Tournament on Fox City's Pinball Streaming Channel. Go watch that VOD. Past weekend, we also had Frisco Pinball revealing a new pin that he added to his lineup and one he'd been waiting a while for. So go tune into some Frisco action. The Aussie Pinball Podcast, episode 12, The Goat Shed, was released this last week alongside the Just Another Pinball Podcast, episode 35, Catching Up with George Gomez. We had the video VOD on flipping out, but the audio is dedicated here to TPN's very own. Final Round Pinball Podcast, episode 64, called Slosh, where Martin Robbins was drunk as shit. That he was, was really a little. He was a little intoxicated. Oh, that was good stuff. Good nuggets came out of that, though. Triple Dream there Pinball were. Podcast, twenty piece. Another another favorite uh, over here, exclusively on the Pinball Network. Episode twenty eight. Let's unmask the Scooby Doo reveal. It was almost two weeks ago. Joe, check that out. TPN this week. We probably get a free play Pinball Podcast. I know we're going to get the Pinball Party Podcast. Woohoo! Hooray! Figure it out. Figure it out. And until. Two weeks from now, probably, and we're getting closer to the award show. My ass is going to be tired, but I'll still have all of the energy and love to bear for one single man, and his name is Dennis Creasel. And always remember that if you can't even remember that Deadpool is on the production line, maybe don't even guess at all. <laughs> Just saying, or else you might be a non-winner. Uh, am I going to see you January 28th, guys? Uh, I will try to make it. As long as weather's permitting, I, I do plan to come. And always practice safe pinball. Yeah, and crystal up. Like, right now, sign up, people. It's easy. It's quick. You want some giveaways? January 28th, mark your calendar. Let's do this damn thing. Yay! Still want to rip somebody's fucking face off. And I don't know how non-smokers, how non-smokers don't smoke cigarettes. I have no clue. I don't know what the fuck you guys look forward to in life. <laughs> That's a secret. We don't know what we're missing. Yeah, I, have no, I have no clue what the hell you guys live for, but we'll we'll try. I'm just picturing Forrest Gump in that bar with Lieutenant Dan when the clock strikes midnight and they got the two hookers. <laughs> <laughs>